Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Walt Disney World. Before we get started, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. We are back with another six Disney dining reviews for you today, and I'm very excited to share them all. I think we're going to kind of roll with this format for a little bit just because of some upcoming travel that's happening. I'm getting to go to Disneyland. We have podcast crews coming up in May, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. We're doing uh, another special event with the Diz uh, where we're actually capturing footage and such uh, that's happening at the end of May as well, too. So things are about to get really hectic for us. And for that reason, yeah, I think I'm going to kind of slow down on how many episodes I put out of the Disney Dining Show and really compile more reviews together because of that. It also helps with the fact that the reviews are on the shorter side, so adds up towards a longer episode that you can listen to while you're working out, driving, whatever you're doing while you're listening to podcasts. So we'll just roll with this one for a while and see how it goes. Now, we're going to start this week with a dining review from Fiasco and Haley. They went back to the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival to try one of the most hyped items of the entire festival, and that's the Frushi that you can get at the Japan booth. And it's one thing that, you know what, I don't even remember if I've ever had it now at this point. I feel like I did at one point in time, but now I genuinely don't remember, and I'm really interested in what they have to say with it, because maybe I've never gotten it just because so many people make such a big deal out of it. And I'm like, what? how could can it be? It's literally just fruit. But I don't know. We're going to have to go ahead and uh, listen to what they have to say about Frushi. All right. So we got our Frushi here, a beloved favorite of many during the Flower and Garden Festival. But it's something that we like never, ever get. Yeah. I don't, I've never tried it. And this is your first time at Flower and Garden. She obviously wasn't present for our team blog that we normally do. Well, this year. This I've year. I've been to Flower and Garden before. You had your actual job job to do that day. Mm-hmm. But you're here today, and I was like, Haley, you picked the item, and you picked Frushi. And it's so pretty. It is so pretty. So, I'm excited. And the thing is with this, I would never normally order, like, sushi. So I thought this was cute and it's hot so and it's refreshing and i'm in the mood for something sweet so do the honors dig on in get the first get the first bite oh don't mind if i do oh napkins are flying it's windy do i just pop the whole thing whatever you want I love that. It's almost like it's so not sweet at first, and then in the middle, it's like that pop of fresh fruit, and then a little bit of like a tart with that. Um, do you know what this is on top of it? It's like a little, it's like a strawberry drizzle or something. Yeah, like a strawberry, like yeah. Everything is perfect. It all just 
taste so good together. And I do recommend you just eating the whole thing like how you normally would. Sushi, right? No one cut sushi. I completely agree with you. And uh, this was $7 and fitting because the day you mentioned to me is actually the day we're recording this at least is actually the first official day of spring. It is. This is the Happy perfect spring. spring Happy item. spring. Happy spring. And it's beautiful out. That deserved a food dance. And it is really good. What is it? Like little coconut flakes on the side of it? Little coconut Delicious. flakes on the side. Of that white rice around the, uh, the fruit. The fresh fruit. Very refreshing. Um, I can see what all the hype is about. I can see what people love about this. But do you think it's worth $7? Mm-hmm. Nothing is worth like <laughs> I'm. I'm so cheap like that when it comes to like food. I always think everything's expensive here. So maybe you don't ask me. But realistically, do I think that four pieces of sushi, fruity, fruity, fruity sushi, not fruity sushi, sushi. No raw fish in here. What was I saying? Do you think it's worth seven bucks? Honestly, no. Yeah. No, I do not think it's worth seven dollars. Would I rather spend my seven dollars on? Iced coffee this big? Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> well, I don't think the Starbucks $7 coffee is worth $7 either. It isn't. But I it guess is not. That's just the world we're living in. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But yeah, when you really I think about it, problem. Like, uh, like a bag of white rice at the grocery store, a full bag of it is like a buck fifty. Yeah, there's no way that's worth $7. Like, if you're breaking it down, no. Yeah. Is it cute and very cute. fresh and happy for spring's garden? Festival flower. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we were talking earlier on our way in, like what we would we would rate our favorite festivals. Yeah. Flower Garden is our first favorite. Yes. And then next is Festival of the Arts. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to toss up between food and wine and Festival of the Holidays. Festival yep. of the Holidays wins for atmosphere. Food and wine wins for food. Yep. And the we're rambling now, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All in all, I think both of us agree. The Frushi is great. We can see what all the hype is about. But $7 is a little bit steep for some fruit wrapped up in rice. And I'm just glad I got to say I tried it now because I always see it. Yeah. And I never, we I never, never get order it. it. And never I'm like, oh, it. how cute is that? We should get that someday. We never do. But guess what? We did. Today we did. There we go. And I enjoyed it. Still not worth $7, no, but I enjoyed it. There you have it, their take on Frushi, and I think much like them, I would probably enjoy it, but I wouldn't be able to get over the price, so I will have to put that off for another year and try it a different time. But we're going to go ahead and move on to our second dining review, and this one comes courtesy of yours truly, and I went to Magic Kingdom to try another 50th anniversary food item, one that I obviously haven't tried before, but has been high on my list for a while. I just kept putting it off, and I finally got to it, and boy, do I wish I wouldn't have waited so long. Uh, this is this is a fun review. For me, it was fun. I, I don't know if it'll be fun to listen to, but let's go ahead and give it a listen. Now, I am back at Magic Kingdom to continue my quest to have as many of the 50th anniversary menu items as possible. And I am very behind in that quest. You know, it is six months into this event, and I feel like I've maybe had less than 20 things total. And so many have already been swapped out. But 
I'm glad what I got today hasn't been swapped out yet because it has been something I've wanted to get for quite a while. And you can find it in Tomorrowland at the Lunching Pad, which is right below the Astro Orbiter and the load and unload area for the People Mover. And that is the If You Had Wings Chicken Strips, of course, named after the old Tomorrowland attraction, If You Had Wings. And these are 1079. They are Caribbean jerk chicken strips. And that's it. You do get a side of either Lay's potato chips or a cutie's mandarin orange. I took the mandarin orange, but I'm not going to sit here and review it. But you do get a lot of chicken strips. I mean, I am counting five in my little basket. So 1079 for five chicken strips. You could easily split this between two people just based on how much chicken they give you. Uh, but just looking at it, this is definitely one of those times where the expectations from the photo do not meet the actual reality of what these are. You know, those look like they're really sloppy chicken strips with a Caribbean jerk sauce on them. And these look like they did have a sauce on them at one point. But I believe that sauce has cooked in as these chicken tenders were not fresh cooked. They were obviously deep fried at some point and then they got added into like a little heater and they just sat in there. I mean, there is seasoning on top. So that's a, a that's a good sign that there might be a little bit of good flavor to this. But I'm really not sure what to expect because really this just looks like a uh, extra seasoned chicken strip. But you know what? I shouldn't knock it before I try it. So here goes nothing. I am not just eating these chicken strips. I am also eating my words because this actually has a ton of flavor. The Caribbean jerk spice is absolutely there and it's a deceiving heat. At first I was like, okay, I'm going to need some sort of sauce. Maybe, maybe just barbecue sauce with it. Just jazz it up a little bit, but no, that heat then slowly came on. And it's actually a decent, decent flavor. Uh, I, I really like these. And I'm halfway through my first chicken strip of five. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to devour these. It's actually, it's the right amount of heat because, you know, I do love spicy foods. And this does deliver in that realm. But then, yeah, it's just, you know, it's the comfort of a good chicken strip too. So I am, I'm pretty impressed. I am on my final chicken strip and then... It's all gone. I ate it all. And it was absolutely delicious. Again, these were the If You Had Wings Caribbean Jerk Chicken Strips that you can get from the lunching pad in Tomorrowland. They were ten seventy nine. You got five strips and then the choice of a bag of chips or a cutie's mandarin. And these were just so, so good. My mouth is still feeling all of the heat from the ones I've already had. You know, it, it would have been nice with like a wet sauce on it too, but it is fine just with the Caribbean jerk spice that is on it. And honestly, I wasn't excited about trying these because when the 50th anniversary event started, Rhino did get the veranda chicken tenders from Tortuga Tavern. And those were supposed to come with like an orange sweet soy glaze on them. And they just weren't very good. So give me low expectations for these, but it absolutely delivered. It was flavorful. It was better than just your average chicken strip. And I've had a lot of them at Magic Kingdom. 
because like a year ago I tried to go around and get all of the chicken tenders available and these are definitely some of the best you know the the chicken tenders that you get on the waffle sandwich from Sleepy Hollow eh, maybe still a little superior to this but it's pretty good and yeah I'm gonna enjoy this last one now I really hope I get to try these again at some point. They were actually really good, but I need to try a lot more 50th anniversary items before I can start looping back around to the ones that I've already had and liked. You know, I had it the one time. I I think I can just be happy with that and continually try more and more. But we're not having any more 50th anniversary snack items in this episode, at least. That will come in the future when I have a chance to get around to it. But for now, we are going to move on to our longest review of the episode. And this is a giant opus by Denny and Jackie as they went to Grand Floridian Resort in order to try some Easter snacks. So buckle up. This is like a 30-minute review. And, well, nothing left to do now but uh, give it a listen. A new snack location has hopped in for the Easter season. It has. I'm sorry, I had to... We have to do that. It's it's here over our shoulder. It's called the Green Cottage, and it's filled with freshly baked, freshly made snacks. And us being the snack lovers that we are, we decided we needed to swing by. All right, so Jackie. Oh my gosh. We are here in this amazing lobby. Can you can you in case people don't know, can you tell people what this resort means to you? Oh, I you know, I love this resort and one of the main reasons why I love it is because on my family's very first Disney World vacation, mm-hmm. we came straight to from the airport to this resort. We were not staying here, but we had dinner reservations at 1900 Park Fair. For our very first character meal as a big family and i just we walked in and it took my breath away i mean so you know most of you guys know i used to live in seattle we used to go to victoria british columbia all the time that was like our weekend getaway we'd hop on a ferry oh my we'd go gosh. up to victoria that's so cool and so this somehow felt like home to me mm-hmm. there's all these beautiful victorian little living room spots all over the entire lobby and i just love it jackie is so happy to be here right now and i'm just so happy to be here with her and so much and i'm excited that we get to try some new snacks today there are a lot of snacks there are so let's talk about a couple of the snacks that we know about off the top of our head we've not decided which ones we're going to try yet that's that's our next mission yes but we do know that there is something called the grand egg which is a large chocolate, beautifully pastel-colored chocolate egg. I understand there's even more candy inside of the grand egg. What else do we know about being over there? Um, So there's a Mickey-shaped whoopie pie. Okay. We thought it was a macaron at first, like a huge macaron, because we've seen those here. Yep. But it's a whoopie pie, which... I don't think I've seen a whoopie pie here. I think Disneyland has been the only ones to have them, or have you seen I one I think here? we've had some whoopie pies in Hollywood okay. Studios before, but um, but this one is a French toast flavored whoopie oh pie. So, yes, there's a lemon um, cupcake oh, over there, yep. a carrot cake, 
There are homemade marshmallows. Oh my goodness. Yes. So And the French toast we were told could sort of suffice for breakfast. Absolutely. Right? Because it's I mean when something has a French toast flavor, even if it's a treat. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, complete me sense. Mm -hmm. The cast members we've already spoken to over there are simply delightful. And yes. we are actually going to go over, make some purchases, and we'll meet you back here to, to eat. We'll virtually <laughs> share our snacks with you. Yes. We are back from making our choices at the Grand Cottage. And we have a bit of a little mini snack smorgasbord here in front of us. We're at a big table just to let you in on what's going down. Um, the Grand Floridian in the lobby, they have several of these big tables and I've sat here and done some work from one of these tables before. And it's like Jackie and oh, I just set up shop here. Yes. Just glorious. Everyone has come to our home. This is our dining room. Yep. This is a gigantic table. <laughs> Tiny table um, but we have settled in. We're living our best lives right now. Um, yes. So for sure. Like a couple of kids in a candy store right now. It was it is a candy store right oh here in the middle of the lobby. If you had been with us, it was a little bit ridiculous as we were trying to choose exactly what to get. But I think, Jackie, I think we have a healthy mm -hmm. like I said, cross section. What do I you think? I think so. I think we did pretty good. Okay. All yeah. right. So let's, um, you're going to see B-roll as we talk, I'm sure. So let's talk through exactly the choices that we have made. And I'm sure that we've made good choices. I think so. I think we did. I think, I think we did. So. I feel confident. So Jackie, yeah. what, are, what do you have nearest you? So I have got this lovely whoopie pie. Yay. And it is the cutest thing, really. And... It's got like a it's got like a dollop of the Creamfield Center right on the top with the fiftieth logo on it with our little friends there, you can see. It's really cute. It's really cute. And we at first thought it was a macaron. It looks but like it is a macaron. Not. But it's yeah. not and we do know it's French toast flavored, so we're excited to try that. How mm -hmm. much was that, Jackie? So this this was seven dollars and fifty cents. Kind of pricey. He's the most expensive snack on the table. Yes. here right now so yeah mm -hmm. so we'll see if uh he if that's justified what else you got over there so, so i also have a hot cross bun while we were admiring the outside of the grand cottage two probably pastry chefs came out with trays of yum and mm -hmm. one of the items on there was a hot cross bun and they are kept in a warmer and so they are served hot which With is the butter. coolest thing. Yeah. Yep. I'm impressed. It's pretty, too. Just, yep. just And really the nicest cast members up there, um, oh. Kat and Juliet, were just very, very, very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, they really and were. Gave us two little things of butter, two little tubs of butter. And, and knives and yeah. everything. Yep. Just really sweet. This yep. is only $3.50. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to try this because sometimes if you're like in between breakfast and lunch or in between lunch and dinner and you just need a little something that's going to stick to your ribs i'm hoping that this will yeah for sure because you know, i don't think it'll be too sweet we'll see yeah. But, yeah. so the next thing we have our little um chick little chick lemon cupcake so he is very lemony you can smell it He's a baby. He is a baby. He's so cute. He's $5.99. We're going to cut into him right on camera here. And you know what I love about him? Yeah. He has some little flakes in there that makes me yeah. think that maybe that's like a vanilla bean 
buttercream, possibly. I don't know. We're going to find out. We will find out. We um, also got the carrot cake blondie. So how cute is how cute is that? I mean, you have to get that. That's $7. So again, that's a little a little pricier. So hopefully that really wows us. And really the piece de resistance, we have homemade marshmallows. And they all, they're all different flavors. So we have watermelon, blood orange, green apple, blue raspberry, and blueberry. Hmm. Interesting marshmallow flavors. Yes. So, and we're going to try them. And we like, a, I like this little box with the, the gold, perfect. the gold ribbon. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we need to um, cut into the chick first. Okay. What do that you works think? for me too. Okay. Yes. Now, Jackie devised this cute little cake pedestal <laughs> and we're gonna cut bless you yes bye <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> all right here we go he all right you got it so there it is we got a little oh, filling inside a little it looks like we got a little lemon curd going on okay which you can never have enough lemon curd no Should so let's let's dig in wow, this looks like a almost looks like a spice baby cake Oh, it does. Oh, I'm gonna get a little that. It is Ooh, lemon curd. Lemony. Ooh. Oh, it's a very punchy lemon curd. Yeah, I like that. And I'm I want excited. all the icing. Yes. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Look at. I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Going right in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. -hmm. mm. Oh, oh, this is so worth mm -hmm. it. Wow. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, my. You know, the Grand Floridian uh, Bakery is uh -huh. probably one of the best on the entire property, really. Truly. Yeah. And this is delicious. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I'm not normally impressed with cupcakes anymore. Okay. These days. Yeah, no, I hear you. You know, like the regular ones with all the hoop you do on the they top. They look good, but they don't taste but great. But they don't taste great. This, however, so that that icing, the frosting is very interesting. It's not overly sweet. Mm. It's got that lemon curd mm. in the center of the cupcake has a really bright punch to it, which is really nice. Mm. Forgive me if I've got icing left on my chin. Um, yeah, because that citrus sort of uh -huh, combines with the sugar and Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. That's lovely. Mm -hmm. I think we've got two thumbs up on mm -hmm. that one. Yeah? Yep. All right. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Moving right along. Da, da, da. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have wow. to clean up our dining room table. It's a mess right now. Mm -hmm. We got crumbs everywhere already. We do. What do you want to do now? Let's try the blondie. Okay. All right. Yeah. Here cake blondie. So not a cake pop, but... Something that's going to be a little bit more substantial. Ooh, look how cute. I mean... I'm excited that it's not a cake pop. How cute would this be in an Easter basket? Right? Like, Kids would love if it. mom and dad are at Walt Disney World by themselves, which happens. Mm -hmm. I highly mm -hmm. recommend it. Um, you bring this home for the kids. Yes. To and get tuck it right yeah, in there. Yeah. All right. And it's, that's another little bit of an expensive one. Oh, I think you said that yeah. already. That was yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Okay, here we go. You, you got it. There you go. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Thank you. So let's show what the inside is here. All Solid. right. So, yeah. All right. Mm. Covered with white chocolate. 
Uh, I mean, it's not bad, but it's it's not as good as that lemon cupcake. No, it's. Hmm. Uh uh. Mmm. Kind of good though. If you're not much of a, if you're not much of a chocolate person per se, so you lean more toward getting a white chocolate kind of a treat. Uh-huh. It's it's more of a cake cake texture to me than a it brownie is. texture. So like a typical blondie is usually like a brownie texture, where this is more kind of fluffy, cakey white ish, a little bit kind of sandy maybe. Uh-huh. It's not amazing, amazing, but it's. Oh, I like it though. It's pretty. I mean, it's okay. I don't know if I get it again. I don't think I get it again. Though. No, for me, this is completely skippable. Yeah. When you compare it to the lemon, the little chick lemon mm-hmm. cupcake. Yeah. Well, it's super cute. This carrot blondie. That is something I don't. I don't. Yeah. I won't get again. Like if it returns, if the Grand Cottage comes back next year, and I see them, I'm gonna go. Hey, you're cute, but. Yeah. You didn't taste so good. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because snack money doesn't grow on trees around here. It doesn't. Year. And for this so, price, yeah. No, no, no. Pretty no. pricey one. Mm. All right, next. Next. What do you think? Should we do something savory, the hot oh, cross bun? Let's do it. Let's do the hot yeah. cross bun. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, you little traditional Easter time snack. Um, it's art. We can tell it has golden raisins in it. Mm-hmm. So we know that Craig is not a fan of golden raisins, so our apologies yeah. about that. But I love them dearly, so I'm all right with it. Do you? Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm yes. not much of a fan of raisins once they're cooked. Like, oh, I like okay. to eat. I like to eat raisins just right out of the box. Yeah. yeah. But once they're cooked, I don't know what it is. They puff up, and I just... Oh, it smells good. It smells... Um, oh, it does. I mean, it's got... It's got cinnamon in it. You can see the spices, probably a little cardamom in there as well. Um, so we have it's regular raisins. We've got golden raisins. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Should we put butter on it? Well, I'm going to take I'm gonna take a bite first, and then I'll decide about butter on subsequent bites. Yeah. That Cheers. Good. Cheers. I don't think I'm a fan of this. No? Mm. Too many raisins. I don't... Mm. See, I love it. Do you? <laughs> Isn't that funny? I do. I do. Mm. Mm. All right. So it's not overly sweet. We knew that going into it. Hot, hot cross buns just aren't. This no. isn't a cinnamon roll. I like that part about it, though. Yeah. I like so, that it's not sweet. I'd like it a lot more if it had, like, raisins. Oh, Okay. See, I grew up getting, my parents would always buy the um, cinnamon raisin bread. Oh. Like, we would have that on the counter. That would be toasted on the weekend. I would just shove slices into my mouth as often as I could. And that's what this I is. Love that. You know? Yeah. That's, to me, that's mm-hmm. what this feels like and tastes like. And it's kind of just a warm taste. Yeah. So I'm all, I'm all. I'm down. I'm down with that. But you're, but you mm. not so much. Yeah, I just, you know, it's the texture of these these raisins that does me in. 
uh-huh. because the flavor of this bread is really, really good. Like, I love that warm, rich, yes. kind of wheat, like, bread, kind of, I'm not sure what kind of, like, if they used, I don't know what kind of flour it is, but it's, it's got that nice, you know, hard mm-hmm. kind of flavor. Might be a bread flour. Yeah. And a bread flour does have more gluten in it. Yeah. So, um, and they've done, it's been finished with an egg wash. Mm-hmm. So it's got that glossy, slightly sticky exterior. So you, thumbs down. I don't think I'd get it again. Arm a thumbs up. So, yeah. And I will finish this. It'll set aside for a moment, but I will finish that. And yeah, and we've got butter if we want it. We do. I picked (laughs) out some of the middle without, that didn't have too many raisins in it. Yeah, if you don't don't like raisins, you don't want this Mm -mm. hot cross bun. No, yeah. Skip it. Um, that was $3.50. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, we have two snacks left. We have the whoopie pie, the French toast Mickey whoopie pie, and we have the marshmallows. I think we go to the... What do you? What do we go first? Should we go to the whoopie pie first? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think. I think so. Okay, so look how pretty he is. Do it. Oh, good. Jackie is so smart. Oh, it's gooey. She, what? Oopsie. It's gooey. It sticks to your um. <laughs> it's gooey. So if you're giving this to a toddler, oh, fair warning. You're gonna want to take them out and throw them directly into the pool yes. or wash them down in the bathroom. I'm just gonna cut Indeed. this in half. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. And it's got the 50th medallion on top, which is really really cute. Love that. Oh, and this is our French toast one, of course. That's right. So it's breakfast, so it's, right? We're here on a Sunday, early afternoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're having brunch, Jackie, mm-hmm. here at the Grand in the middle of the lobby. Right? All right. So I there's the center. Oh, of, it's thick. It is, it is thick. And, and a, mac, a macaron is going to have a nice, crisp exterior, kind of a little bit of a... Yeah, just that okay. exterior. Yeah. We do not have that going on. Mm-mm. This is definitely the cakey, sticky. Yeah. Cheers. Yep. Mm. Woo. Mm. Burst of sugar. Mm. French toast is good, though. It is. Mm. Reminds me of those um, those ones that they have at Crystal Palace a little bit. Okay. That cream filling. Mm. Okay. I love the cinnamon filling in the middle. So, yeah, if you if you have wanted something different, mm-hmm. something unique, that's not like every other treat in the case, this is going to be what you want to gravitate toward. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, you will be sticky, gooey, and you'll need to run and wash up afterwards. But that, that icing in the middle, mm. holy cannoli. It's pretty good. It's really, really cinnamony, which I love cinnamon. Yeah, there's a lot of powdered mm-hmm. sugar going on. Mm-hmm. Butter. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Butter. Cinnamon, little butter cream. cinnamon. Mm. Vanilla, but there's something other than cinnamon to, going on. There too. really is. And I, I tasted the cake just by itself. Nutmeg. Because I taste that too. Is it nutmeg? I think it's nutmeg. Yeah. I think that's I nutmeg. I think you're right. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. They did um, before, let's see. So in 2019, they did some frozen two treats and they did mm. 
a praline cookie here and you could get it at Gasparilla Island Grill and they tried to have like a, a schmear on it that was kind of an icing that was kind of reminiscent but it was more maple than anything and I, I think we got some maple going on here but this is better like that cookie while it looked cute Jackie oh it was another one of those it did not taste good mm. it was not it was not good Okay. See, I feel like they're getting a little better with their balance. Because mm. in the beginning when they started with these sort of over-the-top treats, I almost felt like they were doing it for Instagram-worthy causes. Well, yeah. But but then you get it because it's so pretty, and then you're yeah. like, oh, this doesn't taste very good. So they're up in their game a little here with, with making it taste good on top of looking cute. This, I love this cinnamon filling. This mm -hmm. cinnamon mm, so good. Yeah, that's really, mm. that's really good. I do wish that we weren't going to have to hose down after eating it. Me too. Because it's sticking to my teeth too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can feel it sticking to mine too. We'll have we'll have whoopie pie in our teeth the rest of the review, we're and we're yeah. we're sorry, sorry about, about it. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it is. Nikki's whoopie pie is $7.50. It is the most expensive thing, but it's completely shareable. Oh, substantial. Yeah. For sure. The cake itself, does it have a discernible? I didn't really taste it. No, it's like it's yellow. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like yellow cake. Mm -hmm. Like a butter. Mm -hmm. No, it's yellow. Literally a yellow cake. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that... <laughs> Look at... That I have no shame. <laughs> You're just scooping it out from I the middle. I, I, I don't blame you. Because it's good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. All right. The last thing, and I'm trying to figure out where to put this thing down I here. Know, right? I should have brought I wet wipes. What do you do with this? <laughs> We're such a sticky mess. Mm -hmm. Forgive us. All right. So we are going to move on to the flavored house-made <laughs> marshmallows. This may or may not be the funniest thing ever. Oh, and of course, delightful. I'm the parent who always has baby wipes in her purse. Yeah, no. Because no. you need them. Your baby However, is now, what, 18, 19? Yeah. So no wet wipes are needed anymore. Right. So, Obviously. And uh, I don't no blame kids, you that you don't have them. So like, I didn't bring the kids this time. Mm. So no wipes. And no eggs for you. Okay. Very sticky. Very last, the last thing. The piece de resistance. We have our flavored marshmallows. And look at the gold foil Grand Floridian sticker on the top. That's just really, really cool. So the bottom sticker says gourmet marshmallows. So we are, we are gourmet. They're homemade. And mm. you know, there's something really cool about homemade. And there's a gold oh, foil geez. insert. So I mean, what a nice little gift! Like if you're on your way out, yeah, you this, know, yeah. And it's you want to just bring something home that's just kind of fun. Yeah, this would be another cute little Easter basket thing. For sure. Um, so watermelon, blood orange, green apple, blue raspberry, and blueberry. Okay. Mm. So where's our knife? And this is seven dollars. Yeah. Okay. So that's you know, and we're just gonna cut them. Cut <laughs> them right up. They're very jiggly. They're not those dense kind of marshmallows that you may have had. These guys are very squishy little things. Yeah, they are. Okay. They look Thank like you. little sponges almost. <laughs> We're eating a pack of kitchen sponges. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
There we go. Um, which one should we do first, Jeff? Let's see. So, what do we have? Watermelon seems so interesting. Okay. Do you want to try, try that one first? <laughs> you say interesting, but your face says, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about watermelon. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, yeah, let's try it. Let's just go for it. I feel like watermelon We're going to dive in. Odd. Like for a Starburst, that's one thing. The consistency is it's so like, weird. It's like a jello square or like a jello. Yes. Remember the Watch jello? Watch it wiggle. wiggle. Yeah. I. Hmm. Oh. Like bubble yum. Seafoam. Yeah. Okay. Can we. That is the weirdest texture marshmallow I've ever had in my life. Ever. Ever. You know what this brings me back to? When we had those Wonder Made marshmallows at Disney Springs. Yes. Those were the right texture. Those were marshmallows. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't. They're kind of wet. Feel like a marshmallow to me. Yeah, they're kind of. Yeah. That is really odd. Okay. Hmm. That is odd. It does taste like watermelon, though. It does. So, it was flavor is right. It was. So, they got that right. Not sure about the texture. You don't know about that. Blood orange? Yeah, let's see. Okay. These are interesting flavors. Hmm. Flavors there. Friends, these are not marshmallows. I'm not exactly sure what they are. Mm Mm-mm. But we're going to continue eating Seafoam isn't even the right thing because isn't seafoam kind of hard? I don't know. I can't remember. What's your... Seafoam? Seafoam? We used to get it... Well, they might not have it here. We used to get it on the coast of Oregon when we went to Cannon Beach for Thanksgiving. We get it in this little... They made saltwater taffy and... Okay. So seafoam might be a... Maybe a West Coast thing. Oh, uh, maybe it but is. It, yeah, these are. You Let can us see. know if you're used to sea foam. Here we like, go. Green look apple. How, look at how like. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't remember what flavor that Green one was. Green apple is my favorite flavor of all time. This does not. That tasted like nothing. I don't taste. Yeah, I don't taste green apple. Oh at all. man, gone it. That blood orange was really strong. Yeah, I like the blood orange. Mm-hmm. I mean, flavor wise. I don't taste green apple on this at all. Not even now. No. Now that I know that, that that's what it green is, apple. and I'm trying to concentrate I on love it, I still green don't apple. Know. And that's not, I know green apple. That's no green apple. Okay, um, blue raspberry. Okay, let's see. Is it going to be like those airheads or? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's kind of fun. Little. It's really subtle. That's more cotton candy to me. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. really mincing, <laughs> we're really parsing out the smallest of details. But yeah, that right. that felt like, that tasted like cotton candy more than, all right. It does. Yeah. This is it. And can I say that I'm regretting that we saved these for last? I know, huh? I made poor yeah. choices. Well, we didn't know. No, we didn't. I mean, the homemade marshmallows that we've had at Disney World before Good. were fabulous. So, But this is just weird. This is really odd. Blueberry. I think, I think that the, um, the... Pastry chefs need to maybe stick to the pastry baking side of things and maybe not so much the candy part. Yep. This is, it's just so, I can't figure this out. It's like we're eating silly putty. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Hmm. That is not blueberry. I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. It tastes maybe at the like end. the little blueberry muffin doll back in the 80s smelled. 
just Ooh. lightly reminiscent. Oh, no, no, I think she smelled more blueberry than this tasted. Yeah. I got, like, a little hint of it, like, at the very end, but not even, it didn't even last for half of a split second, even. That makes me angry. Oh, marshmallows. Marshmallows. Oh, gone at $7 of marshmallows. Yeah, $7. Seven dollars. No, you don't need those marshmallows. Mm-mm. All right, so that's it. Hate to <laughs> end it on a... On a womp womp note, but we did. Um, There it is nonetheless. But out of everything that we tried, what was your favorite, Jackie? Um, I'm going to have to say that cupcake, that baby chip cupcake. That that is the one. I agree completely. It is the lemon baby chip cupcake. It's only three. No, it's Mm $5.99. So it's cheaper than those. Don't. Don't get, don't get the marshmallows. Just don't. And don't get the the carrot blondie pop. Um, I mean, I, I didn't hate the blondie oh, pop. Oh, you didn't. That's true. But I don't want to dog what you did. So. No, it's all good. I it's it's not bad. It's just that it's not like amazing. Yeah. So and but it's coated with white chocolate, and I happen to really love white chocolate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, yeah. If you're if you're more of a white chocolate fan. And kind of a, you know, kind of not the the traditional sort of chocolate mm. treat fan. Mm. You might really like that. Yeah. I mean, but that cupcake, though, I keep that's looking good. at my piece of cupcake that's over there. We have just a nibble left mm. of the cupcake. So, yeah, I would definitely agree with you. Cupcake, uh, runner-up, I would place as the whoopie pie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you like something that's more on the savory side of things, I enjoyed the hot crust bun. I know you didn't. Yeah. As, uh, just a lot. Yeah. You gotta love raisins. You do. That's the biggest thing. You really just have to. Mm-hmm. So, and I have never been a baked raisin fan. My mom used to put them in chocolate chip cookies. I, I didn't like what? them in that either. I, I just can't. I know. Does she pro- it's what? probably her that's fault. cruel. Yes. <laughs> Have a chocolate chip cookie. Some of those things you think are chocolate chips are raisins. Yes. And no, I was no. Mm-mm. No. So, Mom, no. Yeah. Um so. All right. So if you get the chance this year, this is open until Easter. If you get the chance to come by to the Grand Cottage and have a snack, please let us know what your favorites are. Yes. We've gone on and on for close to 30 minutes talking about all these snacks, and we could talk even longer at this moment, um, but we will land the snack plane yeah. right here. But definitely so. let us know if you get a chance to come by. Let us know in the comments below what your favorites were. Yes. It was Please. so nice getting to be with you this here on the so springtime Sunday. I love it so much. It's so awesome doing our favorite thing. Now, keep in mind, too, that, of course, everyone's tastes are going to be different. So when you go to the Grand Cottage and they tell you what everything is and they explain it, if something sounds good to you, hey, you know. Knock your socks off. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to share what we thought. That was a lot of treats, but it seemed like they liked most of it for the most part, which that's always good when you go in that deep on so many snack items. But we are going to move on to our next dining review. This one comes, I believe, courtesy of Pete, Jackie, and uh, Big Fat Panda as they went to uh, Le Cellier at 
Epcot's World Showcase. And I know they definitely went to La Cellier. I'm just a little bit more confused on who all was there, but I think I nailed the three that were part of it. I have not watched or listened to this one yet, so it's going to be as much of a surprise for me as it is for the rest of you. So let's go ahead and give it a listen. Hey, everybody, Pete Warner here in Epcot with this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show coming to you from the Canadian Pavilion. We're going to have uh, lunch at Le Cellier, which I haven't done Le Cellier in years. Not always the easiest restaurant to get a reservation for, so I was excited when I was able to get it. Uh, today, I'm going to be joined by two really, really good friends of mine. From BigFatPanda.com, Mr. John Sakari, and the senior editor for The Diz, Ms. Jackie Gailey. Okay, so for my appetizer, I got the Baby Iceberg Wedge Salad. Trying to be good. I know, I know. I could have gotten the cheddar cheese soup, but I, I had some of Jackie's and I had some of Panda's. It's trying to be good. And it was a very, very good salad. Very fresh. It was $16.00. Uh, I would love to read to you what was in it, but the light is so low in here, and my eyes are so bad that I can't read this. Um, you know, iceberg lettuce, blue cheese, bacon crumbles, uh, uh, heirloom tomatoes, not, not heirloom tomatoes, um, the small round yellow tomatoes, sure. cherry tomatoes, thank you, um, and it was very good. It was really good. Uh, hit the spot. And, of course, the cheddar cheese soup that I tasted from Jackie and Panda. As always, amazing. Now, what Panda originally ordered, not so much. But I'll let him talk about that. So I originally got the French onion soup. If there's French onion soup on the menu, I'm getting it because I'm a... I want to be a connoisseur of French onion soup. Oh, my God, it was bad. Not only was it lukewarm, and I want soup high. I don't care if I have to wait for it to cool off. Don't give me lukewarm soup. Even though the cheese was melted, it was lukewarm. But the flavor, I don't I don't know. It was even worse than the bad onion soup on the cruise, the dream, which sometimes is good. But there were onions in it. The flavor, I don't even know how to describe it. It wasn't beefy. It wasn't oniony. It was really, I know Pete used the word dishwater once, and that's what I would say it tasted like. Toilet water. Toilet water. So, yeah, it was bad. So I sent it back. I mean, that for me to do that, it's got to be bad. And I got the Canadian cheddar cheese soup because I had already tasted Jackie's, and there was some pretzel bread in a basket here. I got the ever-popular Canadian cheddar cheese soup, which I haven't had in about nine or so years. And it is so good. It's got a moosehead pale ale. Applewood smoked bacon and cheddar cheese, and it's so delicious. And you guys have to understand that I am not a fan of beer. I don't like beer. If I can even taste a hint of beer in anything, I don't like it. And so the fact that I love this, I, I don't taste beer in this soup. It's so good. And for a huge dish of it, it's $13, which is not bad. And I, John's French onion soup was also $13. So if you're going back and forth on how, you know, which soup you want to try, definitely do the Canadian cheddar cheese soup. Because I tasted his French onion and it had like a sour bite to it. 
I don't know. I can't put a finger on what exactly it was, but there was something sour in it. Like, I don't know if the onions were a little too old, maybe. I just don't know. They had turned already, maybe. Who knows? But it was a little weird. This stuff is the way to go with the pretzel bread. Yum. Okay, for my main course, I ordered the New York strip steak. Uh, I'm going to guess it's about 16 ounces. $52. Came with au gratin potatoes. Um, a nice uh, creamy sauce. I'm not sure exactly what it was because I can't read the menu. Um, and uh, we also ordered some of the maple whiskey glazed Brussels sprouts that were $12. That were out of this world. Oh, my God. It was like Brussels sprout candy. It was so good. Uh, My steak was excellent. It was perfectly prepared. The quality of the steak was good. Very good. It was expertly seasoned. Just some salt and pepper. Not, Not a lot of... Nothing crazy. Because when you have a good steak... You don't need to do those things. You don't need to cover it up with rubs and things like that. Not that rubs can't be great, and not that steakhouses won't put a rub on a really good steak. I'm just saying more likely than not, if it has a rub, chances are it's not as high a quality steak as what I just had. Now, for New York Strip, $52 is definitely on the high side. So... But I do not feel ripped off. I do not feel ripped off. Um, I thought this was a great meal. Um, Really enjoyable. So, yeah. Okay, so for my main course, originally I was going to get the filet mignon. But then Jackie just, you know, she just came right in and got it. No, I wanted to get something different. And I was looking at... A lot of times when there's impossible meat on the menu, I kind of like it. Not because I won't eat real meat. I just want to give you guys the opinion of what it would be if you were vegan or did not eat meat. In any event, this was a steamed Asian impossible dumpling. And it was impossible meat dumplings, bok choy, Chinese long beans, red peppers, radish, fragrant Asian broth. I liked it a lot. The dumplings were like little packages. There might have been five of them. They were pretty big. And they were filled with what I think would be like a meatball with maybe, I don't know if it was ginger, there was a specific flavor there that told me it was Asian. And I liked it a lot. Uh, I left kind of the vegetables and stuff in there, but if you're going to go meatless and you wanted to feel like you were eating meat, that's the thing to get. Going back to those uh, Brussels sprouts, amazing. I still am eyeballing it. I think I'm going to have more. Cream spinach I got, a little different than usual. Looks like it had some cheese on the top of it. Delicious. I mean, like really flavorful cream. If if you don't, if you say, "I know I don't like spinach," taste it. You might like spinach. For my main course, I got the Le Cellier filet mignon, and it's a triple A Canadian tenderloin with mushroom risotto, asparagus, tomato relish, and a truffle butter sauce. It is fifty nine dollars, very pricey, but. It's about what you're going to pay for a filet on Walt Disney World property. And I ordered mine cooked medium, and they did it absolutely perfect, just how I like it. Um, It was soft like butter. So, so good. And like Pete was saying, with a steak, seasoning it well doesn't mean a whole bunch of seasonings. It means salt and cracked black pepper. 
that's really all you need on a great steak. And that's what mine had, and they did it perfect. So I love it when that happens because salt is such a, um, you know, everyone has a different idea of how much salt food needs. And I love when they do about the average because for me it was just perfect. I didn't have to add a thing to it. It was so good. And um, also want to mention that I do not typically like mushrooms at all. Like, I don't, I don't like the texture of them. I really don't like the flavor of them. But this mushroom risotto is to die for. And if I didn't know it was mushroom risotto, I wouldn't have tasted mushroom in it at all. So it's, it's so, so good. Um, I ate one of the tomatoes, and that was really good. The asparagus was kind of odd to me. I, I didn't love that. I usually like to broil asparagus under the, the broiler for like five minutes, and that's kind of how I like it. So this was a little different to me. It wasn't my favorite thing, but the entree was, it was really, really good. And the Brussels sprouts are just like everyone else said, Brussels sprout candy. So when my, when I was growing up, my mom used to boil Brussels sprouts, so they were never my thing at all. But now that everybody's doing them with this maple and bacon, I mean, what's not to love? It's like dessert in cabbage form. So, yeah. And I tasted John's creamed spinach as well. So usually when I eat spinach, it's steamed or in a salad. So I wasn't too sure about creamed spinach, but I took a bite and it was really good. So if you're a creamed spinach fan, you'll really like that. So the price on John's steamed Asian Impossible Dumplings was $34. So not too shabby. Okay. So we've decided since we're having lunch, not dinner, uh, we decided to skip dessert. So the total for appetizers, main course, three adults, no alcohol, $220.76. So not exactly the cheapest meal in the world, but also not the most expensive meal that I've had at Walt Disney World. So um, I pulled the table on a scale of 1 to 10. John and I gave this an 8. Jackie gave it a 9. Um, this was very good. Expensive, but very good. And uh, I don't mind paying extra if the food delivers. And the food definitely delivered, as did our server, Tori. I wanted to make sure I gave her a shout-out. She's been great. Uh, so the service has been wonderful. The food was great. Uh, atmosphere in here is always fantastic. It's a unique restaurant. And uh, it's been a long time since I've been here, so it's kind of nice to be back. I'm glad they had a really good meal, but my goodness, does the price of that meal just hurt my head a little bit. It is way out of my price range, but I'm glad they enjoyed it. And now we're going to move on to another review from Fiasco, and maybe Haley too, I'm not quite sure. Definitely Fiasco, though. And... Either he or they went back to Cooks of Dublin at Disney Springs to have more of the food. They were working their way through that menu, and I'm not quite sure what they got this time around, but I'm very excited to give it a listen and find out. So I got the original chicken sandwich. It just comes with chicken and pickles and bread. I was expecting, um, actually, how much was it? Um, Corey's going to tell me how much it is in a second, and then it just comes with their French fries. I bit into this, and it's good. It's just a little, it's just a little dry. Oh, and it's $15. It's 
Um, I've been into it. It's good. The flavors are good. Uh, it's just a little dry in my opinion. And I actually asked for a gluten-free bun. They were able to do that for me instead of a regular bun, which is awesome. And they also have the option to make like the, the batter gluten-free for your chicken and fish and a lot of other things, which is awesome. So if you have an allergy or you're sensitive to anything, I would go here and get some stuff. But I'm just a little disappointed though because it is dry. I was hoping that they would have some like signature sauce or something. I, I'm just using ketchup. It's fine. Um, that aside, besides the food, the experience and the atmosphere of this place, I would say is okay. Not amazing. It's kind of annoying to get a seat. And if you don't get lucky enough to sit inside with the AC, you have to sit outside with really not a lot of shade. I know Raglan Road has more shade and more seating and everything. And it's like the sister of the Cooks of Dublin. Um, so that was a little frustrating so we ended up walk, like walking over to Terralina and sitting under the, the shade where the fans are. But overall, I'm not super impressed with my food or the experience. I'm actually a little, a little annoyed with all the steps I had to make, go running back and getting ketchup and napkins weren't out. Um, these little things weren't out. I had to ask for them. They had like a whole stack in the back and they were just like individually giving them. I'm not sure what's going on, but... That was a little annoying because I was like, oh, crap, I forgot ketchup. I have to walk all the way back, which is fine. And they didn't have anything out. That was annoying. And it's, it's a little hot. But overall, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not complaining too much about it. The food is decent. It's good quality. And I'm really happy that they're able to meet my, you know, you know gluten sensitivity and everything. But overall, I'm mediocre. All right, and now for my sandwich, I got the buffalo chicken sandwich, which was also $15, and if you know the chicken tenders here at Cooks of Dublin, that's the chicken you're getting inside these sandwiches, which are pretty incredible chicken tenders. I like them a lot, um, and the buffalo sauce was quite good, too. It, of course, came with their famous chips, their famous chips that are in just about every entree you're going to order at Cooks of Dublin. And I will echo what Haley was saying as well. The process to getting your food is a little annoying. It didn't. It has been like this the past two times I went, but I didn't really think too much about it. it didn't bother me too much. But she does have a point there. Um, like when when I saw my food just sitting there at the counter, ready to be taken, I was like, "Oh, is that number twenty nine? That was my number." And they were like, "Yes." And I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna take it then." They're like, "No, you can't just take it um, because I guess they." Pr- the whole thing was that the customer couldn't keep the tray. So I couldn't take the tray with me to wherever I was sitting. And I guess that's just an example of this is why we can't have nice things. Because I'm sure the reason that they do that is plenty of guests took the trays and never returned them. So this is why we can't have nice things. So note to self and your party, if you haven't been returning trays, it's a little more annoying now because of that. <laughs> Not blaming you specifically, but if if, if you're like, oh, if you're... If, if, if you're defensive to that statement, you know who you are. Uh, then it's, pro- it's probably the reason why we can't take the trays now. But with that being said, I don't echo the same sentiment that Haley's saying about her sandwich. Um, mine was a slam dunk out of the park. Everything I've tried at Cooks of Dublin, as far as food quality-wise, has been incredible. Uh, the fish and chips, the chips, uh, the, the chicken tenders, and 
barbecue sauce, which we also complained about in that video. You have to pay extra for barbecue sauce. Kind of a bummer, but the barbecue sauce that they do have there is pretty darn good. And now their buffalo chicken sandwich, everything I've tried, has been just delicious. Top tier quick service food. Um, looking at Haley's sandwich, yeah. Uh, the chicken does look pretty dry. Not very saucy. And then also with, uh, with that gluten-free bun. Gluten-free buns tend to be a little bit more fluffy and, yeah, fluffy and dry. Um... And there it is, right there. But, like she also mentioned, this is the quick service location just attached to Raglan Road. So they are the champs at allergy-friendly stuff. However, right now, um, due to just supply and demand issues, uh, they don't have the flour available to make that gluten-free batter. They got the bread, they got the buns. But if you want the fried gluten-free chicken, you're kind of out of luck right now. I've noticed that kind of across the board at many different restaurants we've been to recently, that a lot of supplies are running low for certain things. But that just is what it is, right? Uh, they were still able to accommodate Haley, and they did say that if you just wanted a naked chicken sandwich with no batter, they could do that for you as well. Do you want to say something? So, hello again. Excuse me. So I got the gluten-free bun, but I didn't go for the gluten-free chicken. Like I said, it's not an allergy, it's just a sensitivity, so I'll be fine. I didn't want to go, like, full gluten. I'm only 50% right now with this meal. But like, like Corey said, it is so dry. It is almost not enjoyable how dry it is. But anyway, I'm not going to complain anymore. I'm grateful for everything. <laughs> There you have it, a rare miss for Fiasco and Haley at Cooks of Dublin. Hopefully it will be better next time they go back, but yeah, disappointing to hear. But with that, we are going to move on to our final review this time around, and it comes courtesy of myself and Rhino, and we went to Disney's Animal Kingdom to try some snacks from a kiosk. I mean, they're meals, ultimately. Well, one's more of a snack and the other one's a meal, but I guess if you're a light eater, then one could be a really big meal and the other one would just be like the perfect size meal. I'm really getting into the weeds on this one here. Uh, we'll explain it all in the review. So let's go ahead and give it a listen. Rhino. Yes. Where are we eating at today? Well, today we are in the uh, Africa section of Animal Kingdom, and there's this little tucked away area that I think historically has served uh, like coffees and pastries and stuff yeah. like that. It's a little window next to the Dower Bar, but before you hit the safari, I can't remember the name of it unless I turn Who's around. Okay. And uh, I'm excited because there's, uh, I heard our friend Diane, hello Diane, uh, told me about some potato hand pies that they have here. So I think... Uh, I, you were you were telling me, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a dining review, and I was like, hey, there's a window, we got to go. Yep. So that's why we are here. We'll check out the full menu, see what they have. We'll make our decisions, and then we are going to eat. I am ready, Rhino. Let's oh, yeah. go. We found some shaded seating over in Harambe Market because that had uh, already closed. If it was operating today, I believe it was. But um, it's nice and quieter over here. And uh, we're going to start with the spiced potato hand pies, which were $9.99. They are fried uh, pastry stuffed with seasonal vegetables and potatoes served with harissa aioli, this this one, and a cor coriander chutney. 
coriander. So I've got a cut in half, a halvesy, halvesy. So I'm going to do one and one, going right in. The you know what the uh, the the cashier Adonis that was his name. He recommended um, the uh, the harissa aioli. So I'm going to start with the other one first. I think I won't double dip, Craig. Don't worry. Okay. Oily. Thank you. The um, even though these um, the the potato ham pies have been sitting out for a hot second um, from like the photos and videos and stuff like that. What we do. There's actually like a really nice um, seasoning that's sprinkled on the outside that gives it a little bit of a like a tingly kick, um, almost like it's not spicy. I, I don't know if I would describe it as tangy either. I can't quite like like a um, what's the green bottle that we like? That's the seasoning. Sometimes you put it on your pizza. Uh, the Tony's. Tony's. It tastes yeah. kind of like that. The Tony's. The Tony's Creole seasoning, but. Um, I really enjoyed this. I'm going to use a fork here to get a little bit more of the coriander, which I don't even know what it is. I know it's green. It looks more like a um, like pesto. Um, a pesto or a what's the one they do on the steaks sometimes? Uh, chimichurri. Mm-hmm. Just ever so slight, like a little bit of a sweetness to it. All right, harissa aioli. Mm. So you get two of these um, potato pies here, which is nice for ten bucks. It's not bad. Mm, that one's got a little bit of a kick to it. Like the slightest little hem. It's like on the tip of my tongue. But I love a good aioli. Mm. Actually, that one brings out the seasoning that's on top of this a lot better. Ooh, yeah. I like that one a lot. It's giving, it's giving me like a little bit of a spice in my mouth. But not like not like a sriracha heat. It's more just like a little bit, like a little more of that tingly sensation. So, um, I've described these all so well, Craig. I absolutely don't know how you're going to describe them at all. So, Rhino, I did a little investigating after uh, we passed off the recording equipment. And a couple things. First off, that seasoning on top, I tasted a little bit of it separately from eating the hand pie. And I think it's a combination of salt and then paprika. Uh, it tastes very similar to the chips, the paprika chips that mm. you get. Uh, over at Summerfest at Epcot's World Showcase in the Germany Pavilion. So I think that might be what's on top. And then, funny enough for you, coriander, believe it or not... Don't you dare. It is the same... Coriander is the name of the seed that creates cilantro. cilantro? Yes. So the cilantro is the stem and leaves. Coriander is the seed. And harissa, of course, is a hot pepper that, you know, is used in a lot of... Um, uh, you know, used in... Yes, exactly. Thank you. Trying to search for the right region. A but, Zoe's. You'll find it at a Zoe's. Yeah. So, okay. Here we go. I'm going to go in with the coriander chutney or whatever it was called first. But I'm excited for this. I got a little aggressive with my very first bite in the coriander chutney. I do like it. It's very oily, but it does have a nice, uh, a nice refreshing balance to the potato hand pie. And I think the potato ham pie is just perfect on its own. You know, it's crispy, but soft on the inside, salty. Just, I don't know. It really works. It works as a nice little uh, comfort food that you can carry around with you. But that being said, I don't think I would need the coriander chutney. I think I'd be fine eating at least half of it just by itself. I'm going to take one more try just just in case. And for me, Rhino, I am double dipping. You can't stop me. On to the Harissa Aioli. And yes, I love a good Aioli just like anyone. So I think I was more excited 
for the harissa sauce anyways. So, first bite. We got another dish that has chips, so I'm not going to take too much more of the harissa aioli because I think we're going to dip the chips in there. Uh, but the harissa aioli is so, so good. Like, it is... It's, it might be the perfect aioli because it does have that that peppery heat to it, but then also just has this creaminess that that works really well with the ham pie. I oh I, I the harissa aioli just kind of became a game changer for all this. But yeah, as the hand pies end, we move on to our next dish. Our next item was my choice for what to get at Kusafiri, and I wanted the marinated pork flatbread. It's 10.49, and it's marinated pork topped with cucumber, tomato salad, harissa aioli, yes, more harissa aioli, greens, and served with house-made chips. And it's served in this soft, flaky flatbread, which it's like, it feels really, really fresh. And honestly, just portion-wise looking at it, uh, you get such a big flatbread and those chips versus two ham pies for only 50 cents more. I mean, something seems off there. But then again, what do I know? I haven't even tried this thing yet. It might be disgusting. I'll tell you what, a lot of it's falling out of the bottom, though. <laughs> so I'm going to stop talking and go ahead and take my first bite. Rhino, I may have steered us a little bit wrong with this one. It's not bad. I love the flatbread. It is extremely fresh. And, of course, the harissa aioli just adds that nice heat to the overall dish. But I, I'm not wild about the pork. You know, the, the pork is very well marinated. And the pork isn't, like, overly fatty. It falls right apart. It's cubed. So I think that's part of what's, like, kind of leading me off of it. It's, it's a weird texture as you're biting through. I, I feel like maybe more of, like, a pulled pork style would work a little bit better with this. But it's just... I don't know. Something, Something's off on this one for me. It's just, it's not quite clicking, but I want to get your thoughts on it. So when Craig says he may have steered us wrong, uh, there is one other uh, main, like, food item on this menu, and that is the marinated chicken flatbread. And the difference between that is that this one is obviously marinated chicken, but it comes with a cucumber tomato salad with tahini sauce, uh, tahini sauce and greens and served with a seasonal house-made chips too so I, I depending how this goes i would be interested in trying that still okay here we go whoa she's oh good lord oh my gosh help, me. help me right away i can tell what you're talking about with the cubed pork being a weird um like a weird texture it does have a little bit of kick in it which i do really like and i actually think you like undersold the pork so i think it's i like it a little bit better but I don't eat pork that often, um, so I'm not as, like, unless it's actually us doing reviews or, like, a pork chop at home that's kind of pounded really thin, then I it, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. But um, this got a lot sloppier than I wanted it to be, much like me on a Friday night. I like, are the pitas a good te uh, texture? I like the veggies in it. I think it's drenched in like a little bit too much of whatever. Not it's not just harissa. I think whatever the pork was marinating in, there's like too much of that on it. I'm gonna go ahead and stick some of these potato chips in here because I feel like this could do with a little bit of a crunch to break up the kind of texture. Yeah. 
I'm going to open a sandwich shop someday and just put the chips right in the sandwich for people. I don't know why people don't do that. With that little, just a little bit of the crunch for me, it just takes it to a next level. So my recommendation is just take your chips, maybe break a couple up or get the small ones and just sprinkle them in there to give it just a little bit of that. I like my teeth to work for their, their uh, rent in my mouth. Rhino, we finished our meal from Kuzafiri. What do you think? Um, honestly, actually, as I, I, when I took the last bite of the, um, the, the, the flatbread sandwich, I was like, you know what? I would get this again in a heartbeat. The sandwich, for sure. It was a little bit greasier than I wanted it to be, but I'm definitely going to come back and try that chicken one for sure. I would get the potato pie in a heartbeat again. I thought the crust on it was really good, but the sandwich left that like tingly, spicy flavor in my yeah. mouth that I just oh, I really liked. And I feel like for ten forty nine. For the sandwich and the chips, I feel like it's a pretty good deal. It's a great deal. I think I want to try the chicken. Mm. I'm not necessarily sold on the fact that I would get the pork again, but I could probably be swayed into it. But I don't know. Something just sounds a little bit uh, more refreshing with the chicken. Yeah. I use the word refreshing way too much, but I like I like those cooler flavors sometimes. And then mix it in with the that little bit of heat. But the... The hand potato cakes. What are they called again? Hand potato pies. Oh, sweet potato hand potato yeah, hand pies. Spiced potato hand pies. Spiced lady potato called them an empanada, and I was like, yeah. that's not what they are, madam. No, no. But I did like those. I would absolutely grab them as a snack that I'm going to like carry around yes. if I'm about to like go in the line for an attraction or something. A I, good splitsy item because it comes with the two. Exactly. You know? Yes, it's perfect for splitting. It can easily be transported somewhere. Whereas with the, the with the flatbread, you really do have to sit down and eat it. It's just it's not something yeah. that you're going to just carry around with you. I mean, maybe you could, but you probably drop a lot of it. But overall, I, I like again that it's something different here at Animal yeah. Kingdom. It's not Pizza Fari. It's not Restaurantosaurus. Heck, it's not even Flame Tree Barbecue. This is this is something that's tasty, different, and I think worth going out of your way for. I wonder. Are- I don't know the answer to this because I'm looking at the menu, but I was wondering if it's potentially a vegan. The spiced potato ham pies would be vegan if you didn't have the uh, aioli. Yeah, the, the aioli. But uh, it doesn't even have the vegetarian mark on it, so that would have to be something I think you'd ask yeah. the cashier, and they could if they have the food binder, which nobody carries anymore. So I don't know, but. But anyway, I, I think that's great, too, that it's a nice vegetarian option at the very least, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is a meat in it, but it doesn't say there is on here. But, um, yeah, I, if they sold that uh, Harissa Aioli, I would buy it before we left the park right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that was very good. So I think we both recommend checking out Kusafiri for their savory options. And uh, if you do... I think you'll enjoy it. You can, you can bring that food right over. It's right next to Dawa Bar. Exactly. So if you're going to go over there and stand a drink, it's great to have a little snack, a little thing you can have there. So I completely yeah. agree, Rhino. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I hope you enjoyed it, and we maybe helped you just a little bit to plan out your dining on your next Walt Disney World vacation. And if you did enjoy it and you want to support us more, again, you can always book a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote on your next vacation today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And if you really want to support us even, even more, then you could always make sure you subscribe to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and leave us a rating and review to let us know you're enjoying it. And then more people get to find out about the Disney Dining Show. 
But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.